On this episode of the Grower Plateau podcast, we have Tyler Marshall from Real Broker. Tyler is a real estate agent and investor, along with being the director of sales and content of a social media company. On this podcast, we dive into what works for him and how he utilizes social media and content creation. Let's get into it. Awesome. All right. So episode one here, uh, Tyler, appreciate you coming out of the podcast. Um, we have Tyler from real broker, New York. Um, Tyler, why don't you, I mean, we were talking a little bit off camera, we had a little bit of technical difficulties yesterday, but just tell us a little bit about yourself, how you got into real estate and, uh, what you got going on marketing wise. Yeah, for sure, man. I appreciate you. Number one, having me on. This is, uh, really looking forward to the journey here to watch you, you know, get the episodes out and get pumping. So proud to say number one, Let's get it yeah. done. But uh, as far as um, real, bro- like Tyler Marshall with Real Broker, um, got my real estate license uh, about six months ago now, and it's uh, been quite the journey. A lot of learning, a lot of uh, networking, and just making things happen. Just keep moving forward here. Sure, sure. Now you have a ton going on, you know, in terms of marketing, what you're doing, and what your goals are. Um, have you had put anything, implemented anything, or got a plan together? What you plan on doing? Yeah, so I got a lot in the works right now. I um, like obviously in this business, we're pretty much we're self-employed. We gotta represent ourselves and market for ourselves. Um, definitely, self-branding is plays a huge role in what we do. So, just trying to um, really capture the audience of Central New York and you know get myself out there as a new agent because as you know, there's many many agents out there and everyone does things differently. So how can you uh, separate yourself from the others and um, I've honestly just been working on a lot of uh, like video content. Obviously, you know, short form right now is pretty hot. So just trying to get on top of short form content, um, whether it be Instagram Reels, TikTok, I'm goofing around a little bit with the new Facebook Reels thing that they have going on. Just trying to stay active on all platforms. And at the end of the day, you know, be authentic and show people, you know, kind of a little taste of what they'll be working with and, you know, give them that, you know, screener of, hey, here's... um, Hmm. You know, the person you, you could basically get to know somebody before you even meet them. So right. that's kind of the main goal. And uh, I guess I could just say a lot of um, a lot of stuff that will be coming in the future. Yeah. So is, is the video content, is that what you're seeing, you know, having the most engagement or having the most success with? Yeah. So I um I'm really I'm, I'm liking the short form just because I, I mean, attention spans nowadays, people are like squirrels. They can yeah. only so we, when you say short like form, how, how long, how long are you thinking? Like what's, what's short form? So like? I've been trying to keep all of my, uh, I, I call them talking heads. So just like in, informational videos, educating people on, um, I, I'm really trying to target like first time home buyers explaining, you know, here's what to look forward through in the process and the things that come up during a deal. And it's actually a lot easier to purchase a property than you think it is. So a lot more educational content. And honestly, my whole goal is to give away as much free value as I can, because, uh, you know, that's building trust and showing, you know, I, I am authentic and being myself. And then when you end up meeting in person, it's, you know, it's kind of all right. um, coming together. But with short form, I mean, my videos, I'm really trying to keep 30, 45 seconds long, just to, you know, get straight to the point, you got to have that nice call to action on there. And, um, you know, make sure, you know, you're popping up on people's feeds. And the reason I love that short form content, it's not only going to your friends. So like, with the reels, the TikToks, you're able to reach audiences that wasn't possible just posting a picture. All right, and that's, and that's organic reach, right? You're not putting any money behind that. Correct. So I've been doing I've been doing everything organic. Um, like three months ago, I really dove in, just you know, face to phone, trying to, you know, one hit wonders, trying to just do the one minute video and one take. Yeah. And um, I mean, just just to get comfortable on camera, I just you know, hey, record myself. If it comes out great, cool. If not, like still post it just to get in that uncomfortable situation. Yeah. And um, I hit, I think it was like 55, 60K reach in a month. So I thought that was pretty decent. And I was like, man, if I take this seriously, actually script and, and yeah. have more tailored content to a specific audience, I think it could actually make a huge impact. And this is where the industry is going, especially, I mean, with Real Broker, there's a ton of industry leaders as far as content, marketing, and uh, video content and things of that nature, whether it be like the house tour videos or um, educational videos, like I said, just like 
some of these things, you just dumb it down and make it so, so simple for people to not only feel confident when they're going into maybe interview multiple agents, but they're getting to that point where, hey, this this person's providing value. Why wouldn't I work with them? So Right. Right. And it's got to get your wheels turning right too. When you mentioned what, it was like 55, 60,000 people that you reached, right? Yeah. I try, and if, honestly, try to show my eyes, try to show my eyes and not pay attention to the, the numbers, but it's cool to look back at the data. Yeah. Like you see yeah. something that works great, like stick to that topic and just make 10 other videos based on, you know, what worked. And exactly. that was like one of the big things i I had like a lot of, um, fun with credit in my past. Like when I, when I was, I'm 25 now, but when I was 18, like I got into credit cards big time. And I, d- I did like a couple posts about credit and like those really hit because of the controversy of, you know, Hey, you shouldn't have a credit card or you know, credit card debt and all those things. Yeah. So like I got to find that thing in, in real estate. What not necessarily be controversial, but what is that type of content that, you know, gets, gets people interested and gets people, I mean, just on the simple house tour videos, people are nosy. They like to look at things that, Hey, I live in the same neighborhood as that house. How, what can I sell yeah. for? You know, I mean, how many times so, have you had an open house where you just have a neighbor come in just because they want to see their neighbor's house? You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's weird, but they do it. Yeah, and right? as, as a new agent, I've been doing a lot of my um, team leaders like open houses and stuff. We have you know four or five people on our team, and it's you know one of the good opportunities like in this business. And I've always been in um, the sales world, so like staying active is is how you're going to progress and actually make moves in this business. Like you need to stay right. active, get your, get yourself out there on um, whether it be networking events, um, these open houses, it's, it's basically you're, you're showing face because people see you out and about and you know, you're just face the name. And from there it's build some trust and right. got, it's got awareness kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So do you, do you use a tool like a specific tool or how do you, how do you find, or how do you get inspiration right to Create yeah, content, so like or even if it's something that you know you mentioned, like credit cards, that, you, that video hit really well. So how do you kind of go yeah. about figuring out what you're gonna shoot? So what I've been doing recently, I'm trying to do less creating and more like documenting of the journey. When I do these house story videos, it's like it's it's me actually either a house I showed, a house my team sold, or something that's just listed that my team um, put up. But what I used to do in the past is this, you're, you're trying to create, create, create. What, what topic can I come up with and then create a video on? It's like, I, um, I mean, talking with friends and stuff, they're like, dude, you've done some things in the past. Some people don't even accomplish till they're 30, 35 years old. So why don't you talk mm-hmm. about the successes you've had and kind of educate that way? So I'm um, a good example I can give you when I was, um, I think it was 21, 22. This was back in 2019. Uh, I was 22 years old. I, I actually bought my first property and when I accomplished that, seeing, you know, going through the process, it's obviously, you know, a crapshoot at first. There's a lot of things that pop up you don't expect. And being so young, you always feel like you're being taken advantage of. So when I, um, you know, when I bought that first property and got through the process, I was like, wow, this is, this is actually a lot easier than, than people yeah. make it out to be. So um, after that, got the itch for real estate. And that's definitely ultimately why I ended up getting my real estate license just to um, learn more about the business and, and be mm-hmm. around the market and learn more that way. You know, you're not going to yeah. learn by having that full-time job. And obviously you could do some stuff on the side and, and dig in, but I wanted to jump in full-time and actually take this thing on. So it's been, so, it's been, a, been quite the journey the past six months. Yeah. So is that like another, I guess, pillar of your content? Like you're going to start talking about more like investment properties, pick, like growing wealth through real estate. Is that an idea you have that you're yeah. maybe working on? Yeah, definitely. So with um like investing in real estate, I find it so so much more fun than marketing. <laughs> you know, investing in the stock market, you just you know, watch the you got red one day or green the other. Um, real estate school, it's tangible, it's something that you can go touch and feel, and it's, it's it's some of it can be your home, or you can actually be providing so much value to someone's life by giving them a place to stay. So I actually still have the, my my first house that I purchased, and like one of the big things I, I've been realizing is how valuable that is to actually have not only passive income coming in from that property, but just to see over three, four years, like obviously the market's been a lot different than it has been in the past, but over three, four years, just the amount of equity you can, you know, gain mm-hmm. on a, on one piece of property. I mean, right. 10X that and you're, you're on your way to financial freedom. So yeah. ultimately the goal would be like, you know, over time, that's why, you know, I got my little Marshall management hat on. Um, the whole goal with everything is, Hey, Investing in real estate is a lot easier than people make it out to be 
it can also be a path to financial freedom. So at the end of the day, that would be the, you know, one of the big goals. Like I, it, just by the content I'm putting out, hopefully people can see, you know, it's possible, number one. And number two, like, hey, you don't have to pay people for all this education. Like there's people out there yeah. that will put stuff out and just to, to help other people out. Just, you know, it feels great seeing someone, you know, get success from that. But um, that's that's my ultimate goal. Like, hey, if, if I can have at least one person come back and, and it's already happened, like one person come back and say, hey, like I've done X just because I watched that one video from you. Yeah, that's that's huge. And it feels great. So, you know, obviously there's a lot there, right, that you can kind of unpack in terms of the educational content, right? We'll go back to the educational stuff. So how do you fit that into, you obviously like the short-term stuff, the short, the short form uh, videos, yeah. right? So how do you, how do you fit in what you want to say into one video? Do you script? Do you kind of plan ahead? Do you just kind of wing it? Yeah. So like I said uh, a little bit ago, it's like, I used to do those one take wonders and try to, you know, Hey, here's the topic I want to talk about. How can I spit it out in less than a minute? And then, mm -hmm. you know, I'm doing it 17 times over again. And just at that point, it's, I figured out how big of a waste of time it is not scripting. So um, luckily enough, I have, you know, kind of like a business partner on my end that videography, um, big into messaging around creating videos. So mm -hmm. I'm not the best writer. Um, I definitely have all these ideas popping in my head all the time. So it's getting that topic on paper and then how to be able to structure the video where I'm not only grabbing attention from people, but I'm able to have confidence when I'm talking about it and have it much, much more structured than just trying to shoot from the hip. Mm -hmm. So um, one of the one of the things I'm honestly trying to work on now is create more of, um, a, like I said, tailored marketing plan towards first time home buyers or like even somebody who's recently purchased a home. And I mean, you would think the first person they think about when they go to sell is the real estate agent they use, but they could have had a terrible experience with them. So just like educating them on little things they could do to the property to, Hey, don't paint all the rooms because someone's probably going to move in and paint anyway. So there's right. other things you can do that will not only provide value to that new person moving in, but help you get more money when you sell. So, um, I don't know. That's why I'm trying to stick to the educational stuff because I'm not only, uh, helping myself because when I have a new client, they can go to my page and see all that information. Plus I'm reiterating it when I'm, you know, out showing houses and things of that nature, but, um, just at, you're gaining trust in, in building some sort of authority in the market to right. have people, you know, come work with you. Yeah, exactly. They're, you're using the content, the educational content to, to get away for the client to know, like, and trust you. Right. Yeah, exactly. The only way to do that is to get out there and actually do it. Right. Do you, 100%. um, do you use any kind of like, you know, content calendar time blocking? Like how do you go about, you know, cause you, you have big plans to, you know, shoot a bunch of videos, you know, in a month, let's just say, how yeah. do you go about finding the time to do it? Number one, but number two, like, how do you schedule it out? Yeah. So as far as like finding the time, it's definitely difficult, especially, I mean, a lot of these agents are have either a part-time full-time job. So they're so consumed with that world. And when it comes to real estate, it's like, Hey, if somebody hits me up or, um, sees the sign in the yard and gives me the call, like I'm going to work with them. They're not necessarily out there prospecting, door knocking, um, putting in the work and, you know, maybe making cold calls and just trying to, you know, get more clients that way. Mm. But it's interesting. You mentioned the content calendar because when I, when I was in a uh, I think it was like junior year of college, I started a digital media agency um, with a uh, with a partner. And like, that was our whole thing. Like, hey, how to stay consistent posting on social media, especially if you're a, a lot of these big brands. I mean, not necessarily big brands, but brands in the community that they're like landscaping is a good example. They're crushing it in their business and they're just not staying active on social media and showing people their projects. And it's it's literally your online portfolio. And that was like one of our things, creating a content calendar just to keep the clients more or less, here's what we're doing and here's what we're posting. And mm -hmm. it's kind of like a checkbox. So they see what is potentially going to be posted. They can have a little note section to make corrections. For my own content, I have not been doing any type of content calendar or anything like that. Um, like I said, I, I was doing these talking heads, just kind of shooting from the hip. I'm trying to not only keep it more structured, but Obviously, when you're talking from the hip and doing these videos, topics can begin to tumble. You're talking about the same thing mm -hmm. over and over again, which is not a bad thing because you could say it differently in each, each and every video. But I have like a nice Google Doc set up and try to keep track of everything on there. I have the topics and then like underneath the topic, I'm 
trying to work on messaging a lot more with my partner um, that does the videography. But like when it comes to the messaging, how can you have a good hook in the beginning to capture attention? And then from there, you, you know, problem, solution, give them the information you need to, and then call to action at the end. So every video I'm trying to structure the same and um, more or less just you take your topic, put it in and you follow that same guideline. Yeah. So go back, talk, elaborate a little bit more on like how you structure the educational videos, right? Like you got the hook, right? The problem that you're trying to solve. So kind of go a little bit, uh, expand on that. Yeah. So depending on the topic, um, like obviously talking about educational stuff, there's so many different routes you can go, whether it be having this hook. So it could be like, Hey, here's three things you could do differently when you go to sell your house. Like you're just having that attention grabber in the beginning and you can bring up different problems that people came across when they went to go sell their house or real life situations. Like I, um, I've had some situations recently where I'm showing a property and like some things happen where, you know, nowadays with the ring cameras and everything, people are just saying crappy things about the house. I was like, listen, listen. So making videos that like real life experiences that happen. And then I can kind of go back and say, Hey, like I can like expand on this topic in 10 different ways and make 10 different Mm -hmm. videos on it. But it all comes down to structure because if I start a video and just, Hey, this is Tyler with real broker, New York, they're gone after I'm talking about myself. Like I got to come in with a hook, capture the attention. And I like the whole problem solution thing because I'm providing value, bringing up a problem that they may not know about number one, but giving that solution, where they have the answer to the question that they may had, like that's the reason they watched the whole video. They may have had that question pop up in their head before they got the answer with the solution. And then I can provide that call to action at the end. Like, hey, if you ever think about buying real estate in central New York, I'd appreciate you thinking of me. And I'm not exactly yeah. making the hard sell on there. I'm just, I'm gaining trust and hopefully getting some brand authority in the market that way. Right, right. Do you, do you see a platform performing better with a certain piece of content. You know, we talked about educational content. That's sounds like what you're pretty much focused on right now. Right. Yeah. But do you see, you know, you know, TikTok, right. That's like the new one, right. That's everybody's on TikTok. Do you see the educational content performing as well on TikTok, or is there a different spin you have to put on it in order for to yeah, get the engagement? It's definitely, you want? it's definitely interesting. People, um, you know, a lot of people think you need to be neat and creative with these type of videos. Like you can literally just do a face to phone video and have it pop off. It all depends on what that content is in the video that, yeah. it, that makes it. That's work all, I shoot all my videos just on my phone. Like, yeah, just on your phone. Right. And a lot of people yep. think they need to hire this, you know, video team and have a full production done. And it's like, at the end of the day, depending on what you say in that video is going to make it work or not, because right. I, I'm pretty positive, like Instagram reels, TikTok. They're feeding it to a specific audience, but if it gets enough engagement, it's going to keep throwing it to that, you know, wider and wider audience. And that's why some of these videos, I mean, a lot of them are like, I I try not to consume too much content, but when I go post a video on TikTok, unfortunately, there's a video already playing on there. And a lot of times it's so interesting because it's talking about real estate, talking about investing, something I'm interested in which tells me if I'm putting out content talking about real estate investing or, hey, here's how to become financially free with real estate, Hopefully I'm able to reach some sort of audience that, Hey, three or four people liked it, blah, blah, blah. And it's kind of like breaching mm-hmm. off from there. But, um, you asked like, it, you know, anything working better. I, um, I've been having a lot of fun with Instagram reels just because not only can, you know, people share with other people, but it's so interesting how these, like the house tour videos are so basic and it's just kind of like putting what's out there mm-hmm. and people like, Oh, I really like that floor or they could just be getting ideas for their own house or own apartment. So a lot of conversation comes up from that. And a lot of people like to share that type of content because they're like, I mean, think about it. If you're actively searching for homes and you see something that's kind of similar to what you're interested in, oh, this just sold for under 200,000. Like you're going to send that off to your buddy or whoever you're shopping around with or your agent and let them know, hey, I want to find something like this. And I love those wooden floors. So it's really at the end of the day, I think it's how that not, not only how the video is structured to grab the attention, but what type of content and context is in that video that people will you know find yeah. interest in do you do any kind of like cross promotion meaning like if you do like a like a short form video on instagram and then you promote the long form video on youtube or wherever do you do anything like that yeah so um with the short form content it's interesting because i'm recording everything vertically so as far as youtube goes i honestly i i probably should be doing more on the platform i i don't do any youtube at all because that needs to be a horizontal video Mm -hmm. so i mean as far as like cross promotion 
I'm able to take that vertical video that I've I've created and obviously post on TikTok Reels and you know get it on all those platforms. Um, I've honestly been uh, I'm really thinking of like reaching out to a few maybe it doesn't need to be any specific type of agent or what they exactly have listed. But um, a lot of these agents, they like posting the pictures. And I mean, the way they're marketing the property, they're they're either posting it on to different Facebook groups, um, you know, MLS, Zillow, all that stuff, obviously, is when you post a property, it goes on there. But um, I'm thinking of like reaching out, going to open houses, going to these brokers opens and, you know, maybe just helping them out with a video. And then I could tag them in the post. So it's not only helping me show out, number one, that I'm an active agent and I'm out here um, you know, just trying to provide value to other agents. But at the end of the day, they get that little shout out and it's like, Hey, this is X listing and, you know, go check it out. So, um, as far as cross promotion, that's probably something I'm going to start working on too. Just, you know, networking a little bit more with other agents in in the market. And at the end of the day, like we're, we're doing deals together and it's not, it's, it's friendly competition. I mean, we need to work together and and make sure, especially if you're in deals together, you better be communicating and stay on top of everything. Um, more or less as a team. Right. Makes that negotiating a little bit easier to kind of have that t- or have or have a tough conversation. Right. Yeah. Do you do anything with uh, YouTube shorts? So, I, I mean, with I, uh, I, don't, I company, gotta get better. I, at it, I, I have posted a couple of times on YouTube shorts and it's like I I haven't kept up with it just because of the fact that, like, if I'm not posting on YouTube, I feel like I don't have as, as much of an authority on that on that site. But um, like I said, with with real broker, we're all cloud based company. So a lot of the people that get attracted to our brokerage, they seem to be very, very tech savvy on top of the video content and and honestly staying super consistent and being able to educate other agents on the topic. Um, Just seeing, you know, how how they do things like obviously there's a few of them that are, you know, crazy successful doing the full on five, 10 minute house tour videos on YouTube, taking that, breaking it down. Um, it's always easy. I mean, even like a podcast like this, it's always easy to have that big, long form piece of content and chop it up into the, the short form pieces, which right. not only makes your life easier because at the end of the day, you're not creating at that point. You're able to kind of take whatever was documented and, and chop it up and make several pieces of content. Right. Right. Now, one thing that, so part of the Grower Plateau Academy that I have, right, is the personal branding class. And during the class, you know, it's, it's almost like everyone's common fear is jumping in front of a camera, right? So I kind of had a little bit of that, you know, I still feel like sometimes I am a little bit awkward in front of a camera still, but you know, you just do more and more, you get, you get better at it. Right. So how did you, did you ever have that kind of fear? Did you, or did you just kind of jump into it and just said, whatever? Yeah. So honestly, still to this day, of course, I mean, it's, it's very common and it's, you're talking to yourself in the, in the phone, which doesn't get any more awkward, you know, just trying to, right. to make an authentic, authentic piece of content. Like you're, you're going to have to not only be yourself, but if you're providing some sort of educational type of content, you better know what you're talking about. So just trying to stay, um, I mean, how do you get better on and everything? You got to practice. So I tell a lot of people that are getting started in this, like just do a video, talk to your phone and, and, don't even post it. Like just, you can, you can record yourself and whether you watch it over or not, just getting that feeling of what it feels like to be in front of the camera. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's only going to help you in the long run. So right. a lot of people have that fear, not only starting out, but I mean, I see some of these agents that they're, they're absolutely crushing it. And they're some of the top agents in the business. They're not confident on camera. They don't want to post and give educational content and, and do that. Right. And that's, what's going to separate them from, other agents. So what's happening is, and I know a lot of people kind of like, they put two and two together as far as like, oh, younger people are better at social media. So like, I, I'm not going to be able to get to that level. But at the end of the day, like use your resources, do what you're good at, um, mm-hmm. whether you understand the topics you're talking about or whatever, and you can outsource, you can outsource, whether it be the video, you can outsource the editing and there's ways to get things done. I always like to say there's a solution to everything. So you might as well take a, take a stab at it. Right. And that's one of my... <laughs> It's one of my things. Like that's how I got, you know, more confident on camera. I fell on my face a million times and probably embarrassed myself. But hey, at the end of the day, like it's it's helping myself. And some of the yeah. crappiest pieces of content that I thought I put out were actually some of the best. So yeah, isn't that crazy? Like authentic. that happened to me too. Like some like stupid video I I posted on TikTok. I think it was, 
And it was like the dumbest thing ever. It was like literally eight seconds long, but it was the one that performed the best. Like comments, oh, views, the whole nine. Direct messages, one, right? People asking questions. I was going to say that one goofy video could lead to multiple yeah. opportunities. Yeah. So I always say, I mean, once you get to the point, you know, I, like, hey, start off recording yourself and it doesn't work out perfectly fine. If you're not confident, maybe find a different yeah. way to get the message out there. It doesn't necessarily have to be video. The only reason I'm jumping on video right now is because of how, I mean, look at the traction it picks up. You Short form yeah. videos, what people, you know, gravitate to, especially with TikTok coming out. You know, Instagram's copying it. Now Facebook's on top, um, trying to get people to start posting more on Facebook Reels. So at the end of the day, like, I mean, if you got to write blogs and do forums, maybe do that way and just find a way to get it in front of in front of a specific right. audience. And right. a lot of people don't understand. You don't necessarily need to be in the video. You can. I mean, there's a lot of people that do, you know, they they kind of like voiceover the video. So you're, you're showing yeah. different types of pictures and stuff like this, and you could do a voiceover. It's all, it's yeah. all about what you're comfortable with. Yeah. And you, and you don't need, like you mentioned it, you know, a while ago, but you don't need all this crazy equipment. You can just use your phone and just kind of go through a house, right. And do like an MTV crib style. Remember MTV cribs, right. You yeah. don't have to be on the camera. Yeah. And that's one of you the, voice one over. of the things I actually just got myself a little gimbal so I could say a little gimbal? bit more stabilized, but, um, yeah. I mean, in the beginning, I just, you, you underestimate how powerful the iPhone 13 and now iPhone 14, these cameras are pretty it much... It shoots similar. in 4K, so... Uh, yeah, I mean, you're you're pretty much competing with the, the photographers nowadays. So there's yep. really nothing to um, really worry about as, as far as... I mean, even if the quality is terrible, some... Like we <laughs> talked about, it's all about the content. If the content is yeah. good, it, it might I, still work. Right, and I remember, you know, I did a video... Um, this is probably a few months ago and I didn't realize that my, I have a, uh, like a mic that clips on my, my shirt. It's Bluetooth connects to my phone too. So all the audio sounds good. I didn't realize that the audio wasn't connected, but the take was so good. I was just like, whatever, like I'll just still post it. And it sounded really? like crap, but it performed great. Like I got, you know, a couple direct messages from it, asking questions, comments, shares, that kind of thing. Yeah. It's, it's kind of one of those things where it's done better than perfect, you know? Yeah. And I think, like, like you were talking about, like people being uncomfortable on camera and stuff. I think one of their bigger fears rather than being uncomfortable on camera, like what, what are the thoughts of other people or getting judged and all this, all this other stuff. I, at that point, I mean, you just need to work on mindset and work on self-awareness and, and yeah. really find out, um, you know, what your goals and passions are in life. Because if you're going to let that type of thing bother you, I recommend probably not posting at all and maybe focus on, you know, some other things before you get to that point, because yeah. that's, I mean, you're going to tear yourself down by, no, you know, looking at the numbers and checking, oh, I got a couple of negative comments and things like that. Um, I do. I, get not, them, I just delete them. This kid, I, I've gotten this kid literally doesn't know what he's talking about. And then like, the, you know, the death emoji. Yeah. Delete it. I got, who gives a shit? Yeah. Like, I, don't care. I mean, <laughs> delete it or take that as a sign of like, hey, yeah. like, I'm number one getting seen and number two. Right. If people are in that bad of a space to leave such a negative comment on your uh, on your post, I, I try to look yeah. at it like feel bad for them. And the best yeah. type of revenge is success. So just keep exactly. grinding and, and make it work. And they're always the people that have, you know, six posts that are just like a say, picture uh, of like their lawnmower or something. And meme, like, or, or a meme profile picture. Yeah, it's like this is, yeah. Like, obviously you're not doing anything. But everyone, right? everyone likes hiding behind the screen. And I, I, I mean, just from my past, I've had a lot of experiences, um, you know, whether it be going through high school or going through, uh, you know, the past few years of making all these changes, going from sales position and um, moving different, you know, cities and stuff like that. You run into a lot of people that are going to basically get all over you. And I don't know if it's out of jealousy, out of fear that you're doing better than them. But um, I always say me versus me. I, I love trying to compete with myself. And at the end of the day, um, I definitely see some agents crushing it in, in the CNY market with video content, yeah. putting out some pretty awesome stuff. And I, I'm like, I see it, I'm paying attention to it. I'm, you know, trying to stay on top and not necessarily compete with them, but kind of use that as a booster. Like, Hey, like we need to, we need to get right with them and stay on top of it and get ourselves yeah. out there just as much or more than, than they are. Yeah. And, and I, I work with a lot of those agents that I'm sure that you're, you're thinking of in your head that are just absolutely killing it on social media and just in Syracuse. Right. So is there like, obviously, I mean, they're, they've gotten business from, from social media. Have you seen a direct 
correlation in terms of your business or not even just like closed deals, but just like getting the phone to ring with people ask, asking questions. Have you seen a direct correlation with content and um, yeah, so you know, phone calls right now, um, I haven't I haven't got any direct leads or anything from social. I, I've had questions pop up though, which is it's cool to see like people asking questions and um, even yep. whether it be a follower. I, I've had people reach out that just joined Real and they're like, "Hey, I came across your content, and um, you know, you're a new agent. How have you seen the success that you've seen?" So mm-hmm. it's super cool. Um, that's how I've connected with most of my friends, to be honest, on Instagram and on these social media platforms that you can. Not only, I mean, I, I was always in the place when I was younger, there's nobody that has the same mindset as me. And I, I like, I got all discouraged. But at the end of the day, like you're, you're sitting here thinking about your little circle that you're in. If you put mm-hmm. yourself out there, you're going to attract people that have the like mindset and actually want to make moves in life. So that was like right. one of the big things after I saw, like I met my first business partner on Instagram. And after I saw like the possibilities of putting yourself out there, self-branding and just being more or mm-hmm. less self-aware of what you want to accomplish in life, you're going to be able to put yourself in this in this winning circle that they're not only helping you out, providing resources or past experiences, but they're able to kind of help and keep you accountable, keep you motivated to keep going yeah. and keep moving forward. Right, right. It's it's always tough to put that direct ROI on it. And I, I, it, social, it's such a long game that you have to play the long game when it comes to like doing this kind of social media marketing stuff. Um, yeah, I think and especially that, organic. Right? Like that's my whole thing. Yeah. I, I mean, I have, I've had clients in the past, like with the digital media agency, I, I mentioned we've had, we've ran ads and done things of that nature. And I mean, at this point, I don't, I don't spend any money on, on running ads, boosting posts. And I, I honestly wouldn't recommend it because at the end of the day, like we talked about, if you have a good video, it, it will work. There's no reason you need yeah. to sit here and boost posts. And the amount of ads, I mean, since I'm in the real estate industry now, all I get is ads, and it's very interesting because it's not even people in central New York or New York at all. It's people from Florida advertising, I'm an agent in Florida, and I can help you buy or sell. It's like, you're the last person I'm going to call. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to reach out to my network first, see if there's somebody right. with not only experience or my friend, family, somebody use them. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, looking, I'm looking for somebody that knows what they're doing, and that's one yeah. of the best ways it, to do it. You reach out to somebody right. that has had experience. Yeah, for me, like if if I'm if I'm looking to buy a house in Florida, right, I'm gonna go right to their Instagram profile and see what it looks like to me, and then see yeah. if that what kind of content they produce and if it's educational, like do they know what they're talking about, kind of thing, right? Yeah, and, that's a big the, like the whole reason I'm I'm focused on the educational because you not only build build trust, but you're you're kind of providing that value where they're like honestly referencing you and things come up in, in life and they're like, Oh wait, I, I remember seeing this video. And nowadays you can save these videos on TikTok, Instagram, and everywhere else. You can save the video and refer back to it. And I've seen, mm-hmm. I mean, even on TikTok now you can see when somebody favorites your video. Yeah. Just talking about the simple things. Like I, I did a video, um, what, what to do when you're looking to buy your first property. I, I really have a, I think I'm going to niche down in the area of like, Hey, instead of renting, you know, you could, you know, we, we already know the situation, like instead of renting, paying somebody else's rent, blah, 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 you know, you can yep. paying someone else's mortgage, you can buy your own house and pay your own mortgage. So like, I'm trying to get that crowd of people, you know, paying yep. X amount of rent where they could probably get a much more decent size uh, living area than what they're renting for. Yeah. Um, and rent's going to just keep going up. Yeah. Rent's, rent's going to keep going up. I've had so many people uh, kind of just... BS on the whole interest rate situation, like, oh, interest rates are going up. And I'm sure you hear your fair share of um, fun <laughs> with the interest rates things, but it's like, yep. are you going to sit around and wait until the interest rates keep increasing? Or like, what's your whole goal with, with sitting right. back and waiting? I was always taught you should have done it yesterday. So like, I, um, I'm so glad I, I had the whole situation when, when I was younger, getting that first property, because I realized, uh, like number one, it was a great time with the rates, but like, that's just unrealistic. And to be honest, we're, we're hovering around like 5.5, 6% now, I believe it's, I mean, if the numbers work, deal's a deal. That's deal's how deal. I look at it. Yeah. You can always refinance, you know, you're not stuck you with the always rate. Refinance on the road. And the, what, what is the saying? Like you don't wait to buy real estate, buy real estate and wait. Like that's yep. the whole, exactly. whole goal of real estate. It's, it's, I look at it as a, a nice little savings account, especially if you're able to get into the investing side of real estate, you're out mm-hmm. here able to purchase properties and not only provide somebody a home, but be able to 
build yourself a little nest egg and have somebody continuously paying your mortgage right. and kind of skyrocket from there. It's kind of yep. like that's how these these big firms are able to kind of take over because they've had that domino effect of, you know, property one, then we have the 10 unit and then we can keep going. And now we have 150 yep. doors. So exactly. ultimately, I don't know if I'm on the on the mission for 150 doors, but just financial freedom is the end goal here. Yep. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Now, we I mean, we talked a lot about, you know, more content for new clients. Do you do any kinds of content targeted to past clients? Yeah, so it's definitely, I mean, that's that's definitely going to be something I'm working on with this whole short form content. But um, as far as like the content goes, it's going to be like, like we talked about the educational type of stuff. And there's, I mean, I, I just watched a video just from this whole real network that I'm in of these success stories of reaching out to their past clients. And like, obviously you have your nice little list there, CRM, whatever you're using, but reaching out to these past clients and basically giving them an update, giving them a market update. Did you know houses in your area are selling for 200 to 250, just depending on mm-hmm. what it looks like, you know, I'm happy to come by and take a look at it and give you a, a give you an update on what your, what your house is worth. So, um, everybody nowadays is just like, they have so much trust in Zillow. And now, like, I remember growing up, everyone used to say, especially when they're like a real estate agent, a real estate broker, you know, don't trust Zillow. And my team leader always says the A in Zillow stands for accurate. <laughs> so as you can see, like, as far as these estimates go, I, I, we just had a for sale by owner deal. Um, and we kind of reached out to the owners asking like, Hey, how did you come up with the list price? Oh, we took the the estimate, you know, the high and the low, and we cut it in half. It's like, hey, what's wrong with that? that? What's the problem? (laughs) There's a, I mean, I'm pretty sure too, Anzilla. You can see the way they comp these properties, and some of them are $200 a square foot, and some of them are $80 a square foot. So, like, it all depends on not only the area you're in, the market you're in, but what does your house look like on the inside, and how's how are you taking care of it and upkeeping? So, there's a lot of factors that go into pricing a home. So, I always, I mean, I've been doing a lot of content um, talking about. Hey, instead of like, this is coming from an agent, instead of calling me to work with me, interview multiple agents, because you're going to get different feedback from each agent. They're going to tell you different things, different list price. And from there, make your decision based on how you connect with the person, because a lot of people want to work with somebody personable and someone they trust. But not only that, they want to have the knowledge there and they want to feel confident in the person they're working with. So providing that value, putting the putting that information out before they ask for it can go a long way. Right. Right. They already, before they even pick up the phone, they already have a sense of your personality, yeah. right? If you're putting out exactly. the content that you should be putting out. That's right? my main goal. I mean, with it all, I, I've been kind of goofing around this whole personal branding thing, you know, the past five, 10 years. You know, I started off with the corniest type of content, just putting out like inspirational posts and stuff like that. Um, I, I get driven a lot by like motivational stuff and, you know, just seeing other people be successful. And my whole thing was mm-hmm. like, you know, I've learned so much from these people putting out educational content putting out free value. And at the end of the day, you gravitate towards those people and you want to do business together because they're the ones that helped you and they're the ones that gave right. you the information. So right. I know a lot of people nowadays, I mean, especially in real estate, they're going on, on Google, typing in um, Zillow, Redfin, Realtor.com, what's, what's out there that way. Uh, I always pick on the for sale by owners like, hey, did you know that, you know, when you type in your property, it actually doesn't come up. You have to go to other listings and, you know, jump through a couple couple hoops to get to your listing. So I don't know. It it really all comes down to uh, like staying authentic, number one, but keeping people in the know, you know, just providing value, giving them free information. And then, like you said, they, they know so much about you before they even reach out. So now when they're reaching out. It's like, hey, you know, you're kind of yeah. like already, already, you feel like you know them. You already know them, right? Exactly. Yeah. So that's obviously your 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 ultimate business goal, right? Is to continue with the personal branding and, and grow that to you know benefit you on the on the real estate side, right? Yeah, honestly, the whole goal of the personal branding is like not. It, it doesn't even have to be to do with real estate. Just to like, it's cool to have the track record. It's cool to look back on things, mm-hmm. and um, honestly, just like looking at old pieces of content, you know, you. You cringe at it. You're like, wow, I even put this stuff out. But it's like giving you that motivation to keep going and, and keep getting better. So like I said, I, I kind of use it like a, a more or less self-motivation. Like I'm competing against myself. I'm able to stay on top of um, what I'm putting out there. But at the end of the day, hey, if it's yeah. 
if something that works and one person gets a benefit from it, it's a win. So yeah. What, what would you say is like, a, like a challenge that would prevent you from, from ultimately getting to where you want to be? So specifically like with like the marketing, right? And yeah, growing your personal so, brand. I mean, there's, there's a ton of challenges. Like, like we talked about already with, you know, being uncomfortable talking about specific things. I've always, my, my biggest challenge right now is I'm not necessarily new to real estate, but I keep putting myself in this, this mindset, like, Oh, I'm only 25 years old. I'm so young. Why are people going to trust me? And I need to like get myself out of the head, my head of like, Hey, like, look at all the stuff you've accomplished. You have two properties, you're renting one out. You already have a taste of real estate investing. Some people don't buy their first property till they're 30, 35, 40 years old. Um, some people don't buy their first property ever. So yeah, yeah. as far as like, having all this knowledge from my past experiences, I need to start talking more about, um, you know, confidently talking about what I have already done and accomplished because it's, it's not only a track record in showing that I have the experience, but um, I'm, I'm able to get myself out of my own head that I'm not good enough or not old enough to be talking about this stuff. Mm. Yeah. I think that's a, like, that's another challenge for people is like, well, I don't want to, you know, constantly talk about myself, but like, you know, you work for yourself, you're in this business, you kind of have to talk about your successes. It's not, it's not weird. Yeah. You're not bragging. It's just you're showing people that there is a light at the end of the tunnel, that, they're, that they can do it, you know? Yeah, and I, I've noticed too, like, I mean, most most real estate agents are coming from a, a past sales job or in a current sales job. So, like, having having the sales experience, like, goes a, a tremendously long way in this business because, like, being able to talk to people, being able to communicate certain things and guide them in the right direction, um, it's so interesting because, like, my first couple of sales jobs, like, I, I, I always, like, you know, put myself with the mindset like, oh, salespeople are just shysters, you know? And um, after I had that first job and I like actually did the best I could to provide value and, and like be the customer service rep for these people and mm -hmm. see how much like, oh my gosh, we're going to call you back because you've been so helpful, yada, yada. And like you get that, the more or less positive affirmations. And it's like, I, I got this. Like you just have to do good and you're going to attract good. So right. I, um, I've really been taking that into account with real estate, like everything that I, I've learned in my past sales gigs and, and things of that nature. Obviously, it's much harder um, trying to find the right resources. You know, you're not just getting handed all these resources at your like at your corporate job. You need to like put these, um, you know, stay accountable to these plans and mm -hmm. actions that you have set. But uh, just it it's really comes down to just keep on keeping on. Like you got to keep right. on. Right. You mentioned. You mentioned um, attracting good, right? And so that got me kind of thinking about, you know, some broker owners or, or managers of different real estate offices where they're, they're maybe more focused on recruiting, right? So that's one piece that I, like, I, I don't know that I see too much of in our area is using content specifically for like a recruiting purpose. Um, I don't know if you've seen that or if, if real does anything like that. But, yeah, so um, like I said, I follow, I mean... I've been trying to keep a lot of my socials gauged towards all the stuff I'm interested in, real estate investing, real estate, you know, whether they're agents or brokers, these people that are putting out content and actually trying to help others. Um, when it comes to agent attraction, it's like, hey, listen, for myself as a new agent, when I, if I didn't know the current, you know, people that I'm working with now, like it. I wouldn't know what to do. I, I obviously would take the approach of interviewing multiple brokers and, and pick that way. But like, I, what works best for you at the end of the day? Cause I love real because of the, I'm a tech guru. I love the marketing mm -hmm. side of things and doing things myself. And, um, that side of things, there's no, I don't have to go to a silly office and, you know, pretend to work all day. Like I'm, I can sit at home and do everything I need to do, or I could be getting an oil change and sit in the little office and write up a contract. So there's mm -hmm. a lot of different um, advantages when you aren't getting like, I always look back at the W2, you know, you have, you have what you want to accomplish, but then you have your little manager over, you know, micromanaging telling you, Oh, here's how you actually have to do it. So yeah. it's so cool to be able to go out and, you know, create your own marketing strategy. And then, Hey, how can we like document and see what worked and didn't work? And how can we 10 X on what worked? And, um, I, I like following all these individuals in the business, especially with real, like there's a lot of, um, a lot of creators out there that are doing the video content and, and staying like they're, they're speaking, talking to other agents about how to stay active on social media and how to create good, authentic pieces of content. 
And um, just seeing that type of stuff, being around it, it's it's only going to benefit you. I also do a lot of podcasts too that you're able to get different ideas from. Um, and and like I said, it's it might not be exactly what I did in the past, but hey, I have I have that experience. Plus, I have this knowledge of what I just learned. How can we kind of merge it and make make something good out of it? So, yeah, yeah. So I, think, I mean, around, I mean, you know, it's if you right. don't surround yourself with the right people, you can end up in a very bad spot. Or if you uh, surround yourself with right. some great people, you can you could really excel outside of you know what you're worth. Yeah, and I, I think it's important for you know agents that are you know looking to grow their own business you know, to surround yourself with, with good people, but also for, you know, broker owners or, or managers, right. You can still use, we talked about educational content, I think exclusively this whole podcast, but they can still use the educational content to attract those good people. Right. So yeah, 100%. And I see a lot of, um, team leaders and stuff like that with real, they, I mean, not only are they taking their, um, personal brands to the next level, but they have their team pages and they're, they're tripling down on, I'm pretty sure a lot of them provide, hey, like you join our team, we're going to give you the videographer, the editing and, and all that stuff. And that's definitely something I want to um, mm-hmm. start implementing in the future. I've been helping out a lot um, with my team, just as far as like um, staying consistent on the marketing, creating the, you know, a team logo and how do we affiliate every, every time somebody sees our sign, it's not just affiliating, oh, real Tyler with real, like we're trying to affiliate the team and, and make people more confident in who they're working with. Yep. Um, it's been, I mean, it's, it's obviously going to be a grind, but I like a lot of the people that I'm following and, and paying attention to everyone puts herself in this space. Like I'm copying content. I don't want to copy people. It's already out there. It's already done. Like you're different than other people, <laughs> you know, like yeah. the way you say things is much different and the way, um, you come across as different. Like, yeah, like you I put re- your own spin on it, you know, just use it yeah, as inspiration. Like, right. That's, that's one of the big things. Um, like I, I keep, not necessarily putting myself in that category, but it's like, oh, they already made the video on that. It's like, well, listen, you don't, you don't post that type of stuff that your followers see. So just gotta, just gotta talk about what you know and what you're confident in and put it out because it, right. it will work. Right. Right. All right. So we're coming up on the end here, I think. Right. So th- this is kind of the point of the pod- podcast where this is actually, I think your idea that you had when we met, we first met was Ask three questions to the, the same question to every single guest, right? So, all right, we're coming up with three questions right now. So, the first one: What's one book that you think anyone looking to grow their business should read? So, like I said, I'm a big podcast guy, but I definitely have dove or into podcast, uh, yeah. the the Audible. So, I've, I've listened to slash read a fair fair share amount of books. As far as real estate books, I'm I. I mean, I'm lucky I'm episode one because I'm sure this is going to come up a, a ton. But Rich Dad Poor Dad literally changed mm-hmm. my mindset on everything to do with with money, investing, and obviously it, it kind of tailors in real estate. But like that gave his me content's the, really good too on Instagram. Right yeah, it, it gave me the no. Like, hey, here's what's possible. There's information out here, and that, that was like honestly one of the first books that. Not only did I listen to Audible and listen listen to the book, but I ended up getting the hard copy and diving deeper, looking at the, you know, different, um, you know, demos and stuff in the book. And it's just, it changes your mindset on money. And that was like, honestly, one of the books I had my girlfriend, like, hey, I'll read anything you want me to read as long, just read this one book because it will open your mind to what's possible um, when it comes mm-hmm. to money. So definitely rich dad, poor dad, especially people that are interested in learning more about investing in it doesn't necessarily have to be real estate just understanding how important that could be for your future and getting mm-hmm. out of that like there's people that are great at employee at the, the employee role but yeah. getting out of that employee role to actually you know run your own thing and be successful that way right all right so one actually one book that i've that i read i'm into real estate too we have 26 doors uh me and my brother one book that we that we both read was uh profit first I don't know if you ever read that one. That's a great one too. Kind heard of, of it. I've not read that yet. Talks about how like, you know, if you have a dollar that comes in, right, that that dollar is already allocated. And the whole goal is to pay yourself, you know, first and then, you know, allocate that dollar where it needs to go. Taxes, capital account, you know, savings, that kind of thing. So yeah. just another one. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, that's a good I've one. I've heard, I mean, just listening to Bigger Pockets, like I, I probably have a list. That's where I heard it. All, all the books that I should jump onto. Like you hear traction yeah. come up all the time. Um, a lot of, uh, I think it's the, there's like so many real, like just bigger pockets alone, like Burr investing long, long, mm-hmm. 
did, a lot of these guys are investing in other zip codes and across the country. And people think it's physically impossible to invest in their own state or get or like wrapped yeah. around these ideas that it's not possible to find good deals here. So go invest somewhere else. Like there's so many opportunities that yeah. people just they cut right out because they think it's not possible. And how am I, I gonna manage? How like, am I gonna find a yeah. How am I going to handle a property in Arizona or Texas? Well, there's property management companies. You could, there's ways, there's ways, there's ways around there's ways to accomplish anything you want to accomplish. All right. Number two, what is something that anyone who is in real estate? So, right. So what should everyone who is in real estate or if you're in a real estate agent, what should they either stop doing or what should they start doing? So I, this is a, this is actually a super good question. Um, I find I, I'm not going to pick on any generation, but like the, you know, agents that have been in the business for, for so long, they've had so much success and they've been through at hundreds and thousands of deals. Like these, some people have been around in this business for all, a long time. Um, just stepping outside of the comfort zone and putting yourself out there to actually educate and, and it doesn't need to be to everybody, but just helping, whether you're speaking on a panel or showing up on a podcast like this, providing as much value as you possibly yeah. can. Um, they don't understand how far that can take them in expanding their business. Um, I, I've run into a lot of successful agents that agents, brokers that they've done a ton of business and they're doing this and they don't do a lick of marketing. And I'm just like, well, they do marketing, but they're not doing anything on social. And I'm just like, you can how? like hundred extra business. Yeah. So, yeah. um, like we talked about before, it's definitely like the start stepping outside of your comfort zone and start getting uncomfortable because like that's going to be some of the things that completely change um your directory in this career and i talk talk with this with my uh videography buddy he always is picking on the uh you know the house tour videos or the just listed just sold um yada yada i find it very like you know the clients holding the sign in front just sold stuff like that i'm not saying stop doing it but like there's there's better ways around that type of content. Yeah. It's like we get it. We know you're transacting and doing deals. Like, How about provide some value, put some stuff out there that will right. help you know, future people. Um, I find it, it's funny like doing the house anniversaries and stuff like that. It's just, it's, to me, it's corny, but hey, like, if it works for you, perfectly fine. Hey, uh, exactly. Everyone has their path to uh, what they feel comfortable posting. And that, that could be like one step forward to them actually creating the type of content that they're ultimately sure. trying to put out, you know, they're, they're trying to provide value, show they're active, show that they're successful in the industry. But, um, I think there's better ways around it, better ways to, yeah. to show that. Yeah, for sure. All right. Last one. Where can everyone find you online? So I'm at Tyler Marshall and everything. It's, uh, Marshall's like the store, but I got a C squeeze in there. M A R S C H A L L. Um, Instagram, all the socials we get, we're on everything, but I'm most active on Instagram, TikTok, and uh, Facebook right now. Just trying to, like we talked about, short form video, short form video, and um, stay consistent and provide as much value as possible. That's the end goal. Yeah, for sure. Well, awesome, man. This is awesome. Super valuable. I appreciate you uh, hopping on. Yeah, dude. No problem. Looking forward uh, to number one, seeing seeing the success you have with this, and happy to uh, be on episode one. Appreciate it. Appreciate it, man. All right. Have a good one. You too. We'll see you.